I, I, what, uh, what the fuck is happening? Is what I'll say. Yeah, we, we can say, because we, uh, uh, I didn't realize I'm, Andy I'm, had I'm, sent I'm, the Zoom link to you two that me and Andy are in the same room currently, yes. is what's happening. I, I definitely was too high to see that. I was not ready at all. But... We, you were the one whose reaction we were worried about. Where like yeah. Colin might be like upset about this. <laughs> Why would I be upset? <laughs> we were just like, it might be too much. <laughs> My, that's, uh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> I uh, I had dinner with uh, Jesse's family tonight. Yeah, I, I, I ate ribs in front of Jesse's yep. family. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the uh, the first ribs since the uh, the ones in the parking lot that he didn't get. Yeah, that's right. I've, you know, I did have some brisket earlier this week. But uh, how are you doing? I mean, I'm good. <laughs> if this is uh, going to be used against me later, I don't know how much I'm going to divulge. Versus. We were definitely like, I don't think they suspect anything. Because I definitely felt like I was being a little more particular about when the record happens than usual, trying to make sure well, this happened. But I figured even if you would notice that, this is not the reason why that you would guess hello hello that's about what i expected there yeah (laughs) we figured we'd get the bigger reaction from cullen (laughs) how's it going emilio uh it's going all right i guess (laughs) i guess i'm gonna turn off my fan This this bit will be a little bit of a mess. There's uh yeah. We forgot to turn the MLB draft off before Kellen opt in. Uh, yeah. Sure. Who went number six? I six was uh uh Jesus. Did he? I don't remember. Don't ask. Seven me. was Rhett Louder. The eight. Oh, uh, Jacob Wilson. Phase took. Uh, but yeah. So I am in Rochester, New York, at oh. Andy's apartment. Yes. I guess you shouldn't you, say that. Bleep I, that out. Yeah, I was, that out. I was oh very God. intentionally not saying it. <laughs> How instantly <laughs> you dox yourself. <laughs> so excited. Yep. yep. Um, but yes, uh, Jessie's up here. She was visiting mm-hmm. her brother. Yeah, right? my brother reason. and his girlfriend are in Ithaca. I mean, you know, it's a dual trip because I... The sort of over the overarching thing is that earlier this year I was like, we could just hit all four of the Nationals minor league affiliates because three of them are day trips, and then the fourth one was Rochester, which is like, great. I can visit my brother and I can visit Andy. So I uh, this afternoon went to a uh, Rochester Red Wings game. They looked terrible. They're, they're not very good right now, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, the future is bleak. Almost as bleak as the present. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, we just both had dinner with my family. Uh, we had a nice dinner at a restaurant called Rome. Uh, Andy ordered ribs and uh, put his uh, napkin in his shirt like a bib. I did do the bib. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a smart move, too. I ended yeah, up with I'm a sure. bunch of sauce yeah. on there. Uh, <laughs> you could just eat better. But, uh... 
there's no good way to eat ribs. Come on. Yeah, they're really. I mean, I I was tempted by the ribs because they were a special. But with you were braces, at a restaurant called Rome and you got ribs. It's R L A M. Oh, 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 oh Rome okay. Cafe. <laughs> not like not like Mediterranean food. Like yeah, like well, beef, beef Italian food. Italian, right? yeah. yeah, there's a few Italian things on the menu. Yeah, I was saying that this is just indicative of how little I pay attention to the scheduling where I was like, I think Jesse has a thing, but now Andy's saying he's ready. And Jesse's like, this is fine. I don't know what got moved. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I thought we might be eating dinner later. And then uh, we ended up with an early reservation. And we were like, I guess we could just go. Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Catherine Weber, and I'm joined by... Andy Germuga. From the future, Colin Hatchley. <laughs> Emilio Diaz from We bringing right that now? bit back that's, from last week? <laughs> can you believe we were on the same wavelength? Because, yeah, that's what I was going to say. We're even further into the future now. Andy is home <laughs> from the vacation. <laughs> so true. That's right. I'm back in Rochester in a building... That will come up later, but be bleeped, so you won't hear what the name of it is. <laughs> right, yep. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or no, we're, it already has been bleeped. Yep, it, it already happened has been already. Uh, yeah, yes. we, uh, we're actually releasing that uh, audio this week. That's right. For real this time. The hotly anticipated cool draft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you sent us these names uh four five weeks ago getting close like to that. a month i think um, we recorded it like just over a month ago when yeah. this is getting released right which makes so. it a month in the future yes and so we we do need to set it up now later in the show we will all be building mm-hmm. a, a a fake uh venice jury um yes. uh from names that you sent in of people you think are cool yep um, and we're really. I can't wait to, to find idea. out who ends up on those juries. I can't wait to remember what I picked because I don't now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, no, not off the top of my head. I know. I don't even remember what the important. the options were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. But, but uh, yes, we've got news. Uh, mostly just Tiff continuing to announce things. Uh, Taking their sweet be... ass time to do so. <laughs> I mean, uh... no, I, they, people keep saying this. They are inherently going quicker than they. Sure, have I mean in things are past. earlier, but I just mean within the week they oh, took a couple sure. days off yes. early. In they, this week they, it, then... yes, that was strange that they. I was like, oh, they got a lot left to do, and only like a couple weeks to do it. They're probably going to do like Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday, and then they did not announce anything until Wednesday. That is true. And then a bunch of stuff on Thursday. Yeah. Although still maybe less than I would have expected. They've uh, got at least one like major section left and then a they've couple got, of smaller ones. Uh the big, the like 
big amount of movies, yes, is going to be centerpiece, which I, possibly the largest section or of a similar size to special presentations, at least. And then, yeah, probably. And then wavelengths, prime time. There'll be some restorations. Uh, probably a few more. Uh, Always excited for prime time. Of course. Uh, few more special when, presentations when and galas. No one is premiering any television anytime soon. Of course, It'll be an interesting well, section well, well, they take international television. Yeah. you know, m- much of the lineup is off in that. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. Um. I I, I would well let's let's go to. Uh, the I fear I've gotten you way stuff. off track. I apologize. No, I was just gonna say let's go to the little bit of stuff that isn't. Uh, yeah. directly TIFF news there. So one of them is, which is that the there was a lot of, like, in the week that Venice and TIFF were first announcing things, like, kind of, like, vague talk of, like, and we think that these interim agreements that have been being signed for production will also allow... Uh, some actors to promote their films that are independent films playing at festivals. And last that I looked, I, I think there are two uh, movies playing at, one premiering at Venice and one premiering at, Fifth, uh, at TIFF that are on that interim agreement list. Uh, which makes uh, one of them is one that I think when uh, IndieWire was initially reporting about what that might look like at TIFF was one of the ones that was mentioned it already as already looking at that, which is uh, Wildcat, the movie that Ethan Hawke directed, that his daughter Maya Hawke is in, uh, about Flannery O'Connor. Uh, so that they did, that was the first. I believe. Uh, and then the other one, very exciting, Venice premiere, Dogman. Caleb Landry Jones, if he wins Best Actor again, he'll be able to go uh, retrieve the award. Thank God. Uh, and I would imagine we will see uh, a number more of these. Uh, these must just be the ones that manage to get quick in the queue, because uh, I know... Uh, they, they were just saying that, like, they had been focusing on, uh, mostly on production up until when these movies started getting announced, so maybe these are ones that, like, had actually started that process mm-hmm. before the announcement. Uh, and, I mean, the waiver is interesting, because I think, like, was it last week that there were a couple of productions who had gotten waivers? And then we're like, yes. we're not going to shoot any. We're, but we're. I know well, Viola yeah. Davis. Well, first of all, they keep saying, "Don't say waivers." Right. They're not. Uh, waivers. They're, they're yeah. They're interim agreements. Right. Uh, they in, are in agreeing. Which the, to, right. Would they have agreed to all the terms that the that SAG is asking for? It's yeah. It's quite complicated, and there are actors I know who take issue with the way that they're being handled. But yeah, waivers is not. I under I under I certainly understand why that is not an accurate characterization, even if there are uh, valid qualms. Uh, but yeah, there was there was definitely stuff where uh, I know Viola Davis had got there was a, a show was it a movie for Amazon maybe that had somehow signed one of them, and she was like, "No, I'm not gonna do that." 
uh, right now, even though I'm very excited about this project. So yeah, absolutely. The, the, none of these things mean that actors have to do anything, uh, especially rich and famous ones. Right. Uh, so what this actually means continues to be very unclear. Yes. Uh, but I think it's what I said. It's like many of them, many actors will be like, no, that's all terrible optics or I'm not comfortable doing that or whatever. And then there will also be some who just don't really care who. Right. Or like it's a passion project. There's you know, oh, there's, there's that. They're like this over the or like, oh, I can what, uh, you know, I, right. support, I can help support these crew exactly. people, especially like, or yeah, like, you know, I can provide uh, like press support to the strike from these red carpets or whatever. Like there are plenty of things that I'm sure we will see people do uh to just navigate this and also there has been a little bit more uh movement it sounds like with both the actors and writers unions of i know uh as we're recording tomorrow the uh amptp is supposed to be returning to the table with the writers and i think there have been overtures made to sag as well uh we I, you know i certainly even if that's those meet those early meetings are productive, I don't think we're gonna be in a situation where they anyone can do anything resembling planning for these strikes to be over. But maybe there's a world where like it ends right before TIFF, and some of the famous people are like, "Oh, great, that's I can go I'll now." Go. Uh, um, yeah, so we we will continue to see. I don't know. Did, I mean, there've been. Did we mention Bradley Cooper news last week? I can't remember that if he, I said the yeah. like he's that he was losing sleep over it. I think sure, I might, right. I maybe said that he, Barbera said this. Right. It it, it it has officially come out that he is not attending as a director of yes. uh, yes. Venice. Uh-huh. Um because because he plays the title character of the yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, there was uh, I can't, maybe I mentioned that bizarre Eric Cohn thing where he was like maybe without participating in a Q&A he could show up and work the room and I'm like that sounds worse uh but I don't know uh so yeah we will continue and you know we've started I mean that having... there's no video evidence of so I think that would be the thought there probably there's <laughs> maybe I I don't there's video evidence. yeah there there was video evidence of uh Harry of uh Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine People don't talk about that anymore because it was fake. <laughs> because it wasn't real, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, but that still movie true. <laughs> is yeah. Uh, and so yeah, I don't know. We've seen some further delays, though not a ton of them. I think seems like things are mostly going to go ahead, and a few aren't. I know Driveway Dolls, the big, uh, very upset about that, uh, but. Lots of movies that will be out uh, and that will be at those festivals. Yeah. I guess uh, Poor Things is a relevant one and that that just got delayed into slightly later right. in the year, which, like, They're, if right. we're looking at, like, what might be some big TIFF editions in general, there have been things where I'm like, oh, maybe that and maybe that, and it doesn't often happen late, I feel like. And, like, in general, I think we're at the point where 
as far as big English language movies, I am assuming we have them all pretty much. But that is one that, because it now is coming out several months after TIFF instead of the first Friday of the festival, could be in play and could also be in play for New York now that it will not have been out for several weeks when that happens. Uh, so that's a substantial change. And then... Uh, the only other non-TIFF thing we have is the first acquisition I've noticed from Venice, uh, which is that the Ross Brothers movie that's in Horizons has been bought by movie. Uh, so people will see that before too long. Uh, so we got three sections of films from TIFF today, and I'm just gonna, we're gonna open up these, uh documents and go through and anyone can point today out something that uh or yes, i guess two days ago two days ago and a day ago over wednesday least. and thursday yeah yes. we got yeah, first on wednesday we got platform which they always give its own day for announcements one thing that i noticed they usually do that they didn't this year is um have a day where they announce Canadian films that goes before most of the sections that like here's the Canadian films that are going to be in the docks and platform and uh, contemporary world cinema now centerpiece uh, they it would be wouldn't make much sense to do that now uh, but yeah so platform uh, there's some some interesting stuff here definitely it continues to feel lower profile than some of the early er editions uh, and maybe just going through this list alphabetically we will hit this sort of two slightly higher profile films first uh dear jossie directed by tarsem singe dandwar uh who is mostly just directed as tarsem uh the fall and a bunch of uh, very visually audacious blockbusters I have not seen that were received with increasing disinterest. Uh, but this is his first film that he made in India, which uh, maybe explains why they're putting a director with a like, 20-ish year career in platform. Not that it is the first time that... Karen Kusama was another very strange uh, platform inclusion with uh, Destroyer. Uh, and then one that makes a lot more sense, uh, a second uh, fiction feature, at least, from uh, Christopher Borgley, whose first movie, Sick of Myself, was in Uncertain Regard last year uh, and came out in the U.S. this year. Uh, has um, Anders Danielson Lee in a small role, uh, but also his first American film uh, starring Nick Cage. We we I know it came up on our uh, A twenty four episode we did uh, yes, earlier the milk this warmer year. movie. Yes, that's right. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I I heard very mixed things about sick of myself i don't know that i'll get a chance to take a look at that before tiff so i probably will just check this out mostly on the strength of 
liking the people who are in it. Yeah. The Sick of Myself was like a movie I didn't hear great things about, but it is a movie I heard about a lot, which I guess for a movie of its size is like... Yeah. I guess it had some yeah. juice enough and that it people was, were willing to put it out there. To was that it love. Neon who had it, I think? I think it is. Yeah, a small release for Neon, but they it did like play a theater or two around here, uh, got some play, and now is... I believe you can get it online. Uh, and then, yeah, the rest is much less, like, there's a movie that Martin Eggert is in, uh, that I think Claire Mathan also did the cinematography for, uh, who's worked with uh, Celine Siama as well as doing uh, Spencer and a few other things. Uh, there's, uh, I can't remember if I talked about, I don't think I did, there's a movie called uh, New World, The World Anew that played it, uh, Fid Marseille in July that I saw and reviewed for in review online that I thought was quite good. Uh, and their daughter, Helena Klotz, uh, the, the directors of that are Nicholas Klotz and Elizabeth Percival, and their daughter, Helena Klotz, has a movie in platform, I think it's her second or third uh, feature that, uh, I don't know, growing up with parents who, two parents who both make interesting movies, perhaps would prepare you to make one as well. Um, just to clarify something earlier, uh, Sick of Myself was not a neon movie, it was a no. utopia movie. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, from the last week episode where we talked about utopia that makes a lot of sense um yeah another movie that uh isn't called pussy anymore or doesn't have pussy in the title anymore uh hlm pussy it was a movie i was vaguely aware was in production just because when you hear something with the title uh hlm pussy that sticks in your mind uh now called sisterhood though it is listed <laughs> as the it's listed, I suppose, as the the not in the place where most of the non-English titles are in the press release. HLM Pussy. So they're sticking with that in uh, some places, but yeah. not at TIFF. I feel like, France. yeah, if they don't even include it at all, <laughs> it's just going to fall through the cracks if it's called <laughs> Sisterhood. <laughs> well... Yeah, you know, they they got they can't they don't want to have a soft previously announced as pussy, so instead it's just sisterhood in parentheses, HLM pussy. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the birth world. And then yeah, uh this morning as we are recording, we got the Midnight Madness and Discovery sections. Uh, Midnight Madness, having moved to the Royal Alexandra Theater uh, full-time last year, though also yes. uh, at least the Teton screening and maybe one or two others were there in that weird 2021 year. A theater, I must say, immediately high in the rankings for most uncomfortable TIFF theater. Yeah, not at, <laughs> I, especially with several of the other really uncomfortable ones gone, it is, yeah, it's... It's the only one of those, like, theater theaters that I went to last year. Oh, you didn't go to Princess of Wales at all? No, or Roy Thompson. I've never been to sure. the Princess of Wales, I don't think. 
That's crazy. I, you know, it's not likely to start now. Uh, yeah. Or much less likely, anyway. Uh, but yeah, and like, yeah, I'm not going to do a, a movie at midnight, though there are some of these that I might try to see at a different screening. Uh, yes. Several, actually. This is, this is an interesting section, I think, of mostly world premieres, but not entirely, uh, including Agro Drift, the Harmony Corrin movie with Travis Scott. Yep. I have a, a hard time seeing that being good, but I don't think it's very long, and the early press screening that is at a normal time. Uh, and Can I, how about uh, if anyone, if any individual donates a thousand dollars to the coffee, I will go see the midnight premiere of that movie. Great, great, <laughs> awesome. Let's do that. I think that's that's very fair. I feel like that's, um... just very quickly that. Um, even though some of his movies, his earlier movies, I don't love, I do think Harmony Corinne is very good at getting performances out of people. So I can sure. see it, I can see it like I can see. Travis uh, yeah, Scott, like, I'm just less like in and like right. Really... I'm less like Trev. There's, I mean, it's true, but like the I, and maybe it is just that I have only seen the last two of his movies, but it is like those movies have like a they, lot of very yeah. compelling performers in yeah. them. Uh, especially Beach Bum, but from what extent. I like can gleam about this, it seems like it's gonna be performance light. I think yes, it sure. it mostly is just like it seems like it might be an interesting thing to look at. It yeah. sounds like it's if not entirely mostly shot in infrared. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he figured that out. I. Yeah, I, I, unless it gets, like, dreadful reviews at Venice, I will probably see it eventually just to see what is going on here. Sure. Uh, I mean, I'll so, watch it at Diff. Yeah, like that, yeah, it, like yeah, it may as like, well, it's, yeah, it's not one at the top of, it's, <laughs> yeah, I, that's exactly uh, what I was going to say. It's not, like, number one, but, like, there probably it, will not be enough stuff for me to not see it. Yeah. It might be like top three for me just looking <laughs> at the movies that are actively playing Tiff right now. Did I lowball with a thousand? Should I say two thousand? No, no. Come on. I mean, either a way, thousand... we aren't going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, I, I have that list of what there is so far, and I think it's in the like 10 to 15 range for me, which I'm sure will go down, but. Uh, because again, it is like these three sections are still not really the ones where I'm gonna be like, "Ooh, want to see that? Want to see that? Want to see that?" That's gonna be uh, wavelengths, and then some stuff in centerpiece is where the money will be. Um, and then yeah, the opening film is uh, Dick's the Musical, another film that was retitled, but I would imagine permanently because the uh, original title was Fucking Identical Twins, which they do say right. in the trailer. Yep. Uh, yep. Which is out today. Uh, another movie we've Ooh. talked about, another A twenty four movie. Uh, Aaron Jackson and Josh Sharp, very funny. The trailer looked not great. I but enjoyed it. Yeah, there's there's like some stuff in there. There's some stuff uh, I under, sure. there's... I understand why people are like, what is this? But also like, 
it, it's giving it's giving orbits commercial to me. I was gonna say it doesn't really look like uh, a movie well, in some sh- parts. Sure, it's yeah. Larry Charles is not like uh, uh, <laughs> a, a, a talented visual. visualist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you but know, that, and it's based like, on it, it. It's I'm sure much longer than the sketch show, but it is based on a live sketch show. Yeah, I mean, it feels very sketchy and like obviously it's musical, so there's gonna be like. Yeah. It's going to be numbers. Like, I mean, it's got those weird little puppets. That. I like the way those look. Yeah, I, I think it's it definitely that. an interesting trailer. I yeah. I'll be, see it for sure. I'm not sure. really ju- making a, a value judgment on it based on yeah, the trailer. I, right. Like, there probably isn't a version of the trailer that makes me not see it, just because I, I, I didn't see that show, but like uh, Aaron Jackson and Josh Sharp a lot. They, uh, We were talking about this the other day, Jesse and I, that I mean, they are very, like, bold performers. Yeah, <laughs> they do a lot they, of crazy I, Yeah, I, I've certainly, I, I saw that some at DCM we were talking about, and I did look at it again. You can, uh, if you if you search on YouTube, like, UCB Big Fat Fatties, you'll see their, uh, a little video of their three-on-three improv team yeah. with uh, Ling and Kingsley. That's just, like, eight minutes of them doing... Uh, not very good improv because that's what happens with those type of shows. Uh, especially when you're looking at eight minutes. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm sure you could find uh, them performing in all sorts of uh, contexts. Uh, I know Josh Sharp has done more stand-up of late. Uh, and then, yeah, there's a movie directed by Finn Wolfhard and Billy Drake. Yeah, Co-direct, right. yes, the two of them, which I didn't feel the need to look up what's up with that beyond No, that we fact. all we all just saw that name and we're all there. This was where we all landed. That's yeah. correct. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, two can premieres from Sidebars. One, the closing film, Riddle of Fire, uh, which I, I that was very like on my radar. Sounded interesting. One of those uh, directors' Fortnite movies that like truly just was like that. One of the like biggest successes of like no one had any idea who this guy was, what this movie was. It had no sales or anything like that attached. Uh, and then yeah, the the reactions were weird. I heard pe- a lot of people say like. This feels like a thing that would be at Sundance. Like, it's not, it, it's like, it would be like at the sort of upper end of that. And it's just weird to see it here and to not be at Sundance, given that, or even like South by Southwest, given that an American independent film at that budget level presumably submitted to those two festivals. Uh, and yeah, people just saying, like, it's interesting to see it here. It might in some ways stand out less at one of those, but also just, like, seem more better than the other things. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm curious to see what's up with that. And then uh, Sleep, a Korean film that was in Critics Week, uh, that's, that sounds like it's more of a, like, horror thing. Uh, Riddle of Fire is, like, a coming-of-age thing with kids that... I don't know. And then, yeah, Discovery is, there's not, like, a 
a like ooh this is the thing in the way that there isn't usually the like there, there's very few non-world premieres it's like one or two uh one of them being from uncertain regard like uh return to soul was last year though i i i don't know i guess return to soul wasn't that on my radar when this lineup got announced last year i feel like i said a similar thing to what i'm about to say about how to have sex which is like it was like okay no one seems that enthusiastic about it and then that movie did quite well in this context uh so maybe this does as well a uh, british thing i think that one actually won on certain regard as opposed to uh Return to Soul actually didn't win yes, an award how there. To have se- how to Have Sex did win on yes. Return Regard. Uh, which, yeah, which partly, I think, uh, l- last year had, like, a very, like, buzzy, uncertain regard uh, that this one didn't. So it might have been partially just more competition. Uh, and then, yeah, there's, like, a few, like, the opening film is a movie that Patricia Arquette directed where Willem Dafoe plays Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> Tiff Mad looks. And, it, and it's yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. God. We <laughs> are so done. <laughs> really, everything is so fake now. <laughs> I think it's, it's based on a memoir by Hunter S. Thompson's assistant, I think is what it is. Right. The, the, it's like being billed as the co-lead is Def- the co-leads are Defoe and uh, a young woman who I've yeah. not heard of. Imagine uh, the Spider-Man No Way Home of Hunter S. Thompson movies. I don't know what that Sounds means. terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, I, yeah, I can't imagine going. what that means. Wouldn't uh, that just be two Johnny Depps and then now, now Will and uh, That's right. I think so. <laughs> All right. Um, it's very and the, late. Folks. Yeah. yeah the, and weirdly, the only other thing that stood out to me... Uh, and again, this is not... You know, the uh, we, we happen to get kind of excited about baby ruby because that was a playwright me and andy were aware of and then that ended up not being that good uh was the kind of one thing from this section sure Mm -hmm. and i ended up seeing another movie uh until branches bend that has had a bit of buzz uh that i quite liked so i'm sure there's like a few things yeah some of these will be good yeah for sure uh but the one other one that i was like don't i know that name is that yes indeed the second film uh, from Abu Bakr Shaki is in Discovery, uh, notable because his first film uh, premiered in competition at Cannes, wow. Yomadine, uh to a resounding thud, and he has now been relegated to <laughs> a TIFF Discovery premiere <laughs> yeah. for his second film. All the best to him. Glad he got a second shot. Yep. <laughs> That's like a second bullet. <laughs> really you a... gotta chill out, Cullen. Andy's gonna. No, I like Cullen for Tiff. Right we, we, this is the shot in the arm we need. <laughs> no, I, don't I have mean, anyone again, mouthing like... Tiff on my podcast. How I mean, dare you? Listen, I I tweeted uh, earlier today in response to a poll that uh, past and perhaps future guest uh, C.J. Prince. Uh, posted about whether 
uh, anyone cares about uh, premieres at festivals. Yeah, which, premiere status. Yeah, yeah, premiere status, which is certainly like a thing I continue to think about it and be like, they like, there's no way that most people care about this, and I'm sure that like there was a a a, a bias towards like critics and people that in this sample but that was certainly uh, a resounding no although uh, i i voted no because i certainly don't for the most part and then clarified that uh tiff is the one where i do care because when tiff has a world premiere i kind of go like why didn't anywhere else want it yeah uh, but yeah i i you know ne- at this time next week there's we'll have centerpiece we'll have wavelengths I'll be, you know, there's stuff that uh, I'll be excited for. And again, there's, like, already stuff where I'm like, this is fine. There's, like, you know, we're up to, like, 15-ish things where I'm like, yeah, that sounds interesting to see. And I'm sure I will end up seeing more than 15 films. But, you know, I could just see 15 and then, like, hang out. And that would be a nice trip to Toronto. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's like guaranteed to be at least a couple of wavelengths shorts programs that I'll go to. And then I'm sure uh, plenty of other movies in that section. I I will see uh, I, like the uh, the new Radu Jude movie uh, had its first critic screening at Locarno. Reviews might be starting to trickle out by the time this episode posts. And that sounds very exciting mm-hmm. so we'll hope to maybe see that pop up in one of those sections there's other stuff from Lacarna that sounds cool stuff like uh i would be surprised not to see angela shanelek's film sure. show up or like we might see lisandro alonso uh there's plenty uh there there'll be plenty of stuff and um are are we not doing the Venice? Oh yeah, we do. Of course, I had f- forgot because I hadn't actually put it in the news document that we do need to a double. I guess like a one and a half draft episode, and that sure. we did say that we were gonna. Uh, this I don't think this rises to half. This is like eighth a quarter. At even. <laughs> it's at yeah. least a quarter. Um, I mean, it is. It is closer to a. Th- Third, if we compare it to just the number of picks, uh, a quarter's a good, that's a good place to put it. Uh, and it'll be shorter than that in terms of time, which is that we said we were going to uh, distribute the films uh, of the uh, Venice lineup that had not been yeah. picked in the draft previously so that we can get points for those awards. So we're just going to do that. Real quick, we're going to run through them. We're going to do the same order that we did last time. There's going to be, it looks like just based on how this goes, there's 11 Should I go first since I'm winning? Uh, No, we're going to go in the same order as what we said before we recorded. uh, And you're going to be the person who gets one last movie. Sure. Uh, Or, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, But, yeah. uh, There are 11 movies uh, that could be chosen. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, so I will, yeah. So yeah, the order is Andy, just, Jesse, yeah, Emilio, Cullen. Let's just yep. go. We, you know, we know what the, I tried to explain what all these movies are. So we, uh, don't need to justify our picks. Yep. Okay. Unless we really uh, want to. No. Uh, Hamaguchi. Great sure. pick. Uh, 
That was number one, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. Well, I mean, I'll just do Duvernay. That's the other famous. Yeah, the other famous person. Uh, I guess we're picking all of this, so I'll just say Besson. I know. I was gonna say there's another famous person. <laughs> oh well, sure. I, I I wasn't. Yeah, wasn't. Uh, on my radar of potentially someone I would pick in this, in this uh, even though I guess maybe we do see Caleb Landry Jones win again uh, or something. I'm taking uh, Jorge Zahn and Green Border. You need to say the names oh, of the sorry, directors the or I won't know what you've taken. Um, 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 I have a different list than the one that was posted. I, sure. Uh Corsaison is the Brise. Okay. And Green Border is the Holland. Sure. Agnieszka Holland. Uh, I will take uh, the Salima. Sure. Sure. Stefano Salima. Uh, I will take the Tim Kroger film, The Theory of Everything. <laughs> I was thinking of taking that as well. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Thank you. Um, who did Amelia take? I'm sorry, I haven't written Salima. 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 Oh, Salima. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I guess I'm done. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, Zumoska Englert. Yep. Uh, and and then uh, uh, D'Angelo's, I guess. Great, the opening film. Uh, yep. I will take the film by uh, Fientrock. Holly. Yes. And that leaves Amelia with Arcel's Bastardin. <laughs> that, I'm real happy with that draft. I think I just got, like, three of the I think, five on my board. I think the Kroger might be big if we're just... I feel like Yeah, that, we keep that hearing, like but that cool feels energy. like a classic best director winner. Yeah. Um, and I mean, DuVernay, that that could be sort of like... That's a lot of directions that could go in. Going yes, back to for sure. Uh, Alright. And then with that... Back yep, to we're gonna go to the... Yep. For half of us. Landy's well, already there, so it's really again, just Jesse. me who's going back. All right, and we're back. What a great news segment that was. <laughs> I think... I don't remember which news segment this is. Anyway, <laughs> we're back. Um, we're, we're way ahead of the game at this point. It's great. We're a little bit um, ahead. <laughs> um, and we're ready to, uh, to do a draft. We asked yeah. you for uh, names of people who you thought were cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there. I would say, as far as giving us names to uh, to draft, you all did a great job. As far as, as far as giving us names of cool people, some big successes, some I don't know. But I, I have a lot of active trolling. I would say sure. Oh, sure. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I think what you know, we've got. Fun names to pick from, many of whom are cool, some of whom are not. And yeah, I think we, uh, I think we can just uh, pick a draft order and then 
get into it. I'll uh, open up rope. Noble Meyer did go with the tenth pick. Uh, this three week or four week old news at this point i'm so confused on the timeline why didn't we just make this the first segment uh, uh, <laughs> the I news that hasn't been recorded have. yet we yeah. just usually put news in between the main thing and the i don't know i guess we well we did i mean yeah I, we don't need to show all the bones but now we're gonna record a new segment with the welcome to can i kick it when we just did the cold open it's like why does it need to be split that much this was not my call i did just kind of do it yeah i mean i i think it'll be all fine in the end i guess yeah of course all right i'm picking a number we're andy, a real professional yeah operator. andy can even verify this time between one and four. Yep. So we're doing alphabetical by first name again. And we got two. two. So Cullen Cullen's gets the first one. pick. Holy shit! <laughs> awesome! One. So we've got Andy, Andy next. Number two. So now I can switch to a number between three and four. Three. Three. So Emilio third, me last. Cullen's so happy. I've never I seen feel, him so happy. I feel good about having four or five here. I like. I like that because this. We is... explained what we're doing, right? Yeah, we're drafting another jury. Yes, we Call probably also first. we probably also explained it in the news segment. <laughs> Are we gonna remember that when we record a news segment? I feel like I piece? usually. I guess at this point. I feel like will. usually when I do when we do a news segment, like I feel like you're also exaggerating. What is the energy the of this is. episode? <laughs> We... we don't even know what the energy is because we haven't recorded the first 20 minutes of it yet. <laughs> well, no, we recorded the first three minutes. Sure, but we haven't recorded the fourth through 15th or whatever. Um. Uh, but yeah, we're doing, a, uh, we're, we're making a recommendation to the Venice Film Festival of yeah. uh, who their jury should and, be. Right, replace Chazelle, of course. Uh, also. What? No, because we all have to name our own presidents, and he's been. Oh sure. So yeah, I, it doesn't have to be a recommendation. We're just uh, we're throwing out. Maybe do this. This might be a good idea. Sure. All right. I yeah, because I'm curious to see who goes with these first three picks. All right. Uh, uh, there are definitely also people who we've had before and who have been drafted before, but I don't yes. remember specifically which. There's ones a few, those are. and then I re- yeah, there's also people where I'm like, I remember wanting to draft this person and then deciding it was not justifiable. But yeah, Colin, you want to uh... kick us off? This is of course Colin's first jury draft. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I've exciting. never done any of the silly yeah. ones. Um. Yeah, yeah we decided I was... since you were doing it, we were going to throw you off as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for my first pick, yeah, I was looking at the list uh, of all the names that everyone submitted. It's a lot of and, names. And I got to a name. I, I had been writing some down that were like, oh, this person could be good. You know, I'll, maybe I'll take this person. And then I got to a name, and I was like, they are cool. <laughs> this needs to be <laughs> – the. this is where the cool bar is set. And this is who I need to, like, balance my picks against. And no one ever topped them. Wow. And, of course, I'm talking about Margaret Qualley. Yeah, no, she was very near the top of my board. I really... I I, I didn't know this. How was that an L? Cool's a, not the word I would use for her, I don't think. How? Uh, 
She is she, married to Jack Antonoff. Yeah, that's that was like exactly huge, my disqualifier. Yeah. That's not on her. <laughs> that's not on her? What are you talking about? She had a choice of the matter, I believe. <laughs> you can have a bozo spouse if you're cool. No. I'm Man, I'm so comfortable with this. Not, I don't know about that one. And anyway, also would be great he's uh, on a journey. Yeah. Again, was I? Yeah. I. Yeah. I figured. I Someone might who not, I think has cool taste based on their career. Yes. With some certainly. exceptions, of course, but yeah, especially recently. Yeah. Highly in favor. Yeah. Solid, solid first pick. I. Feel. I'm. Uh, I. Emilio has not shaken me at all. My resolve is stronger than ever. <laughs> Even yeah, if you I have think. to say it. <laughs> All, right. All right, Andy. It's my turn to pick someone for my jury. Uh, I think I'm going to kick us off with um, Joan Cusack is where I'm going to start, I think. Sure. I think she's very cool. I think uh, she's not... Uh, afraid to be a little bit uncool in movies while still being cool out of movies. And I think she probably has lots of interesting things. She's got that, like, fun Cusack family background from doing all Chicago theater and mm. stuff together. Mm. Um, I bet she'd be great on a jury. Joan Cusack. Yeah. This is, I yeah, I feel like my overall impression looking at this list, and this movie became a little less true in the last day, is that it's, like, very heavy on actors who I'm like, that's a really cool pick. Uh, not not that, like, there aren't other people, but I'm just like, oh, I could, like, fill out a jury of nine people of, like, actors who I'd be happy with on a jury. Are there nine actors on this list? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of actors. There's plenty of actors on this. I feel like I have I have nine actors on my long list at least I think and I don't think Jen Cusack is there even though I think she's a a perfectly salient pick here. Yeah, it's a strong strong slate of actors. Emilio, I forgot that I was supposed to write these down. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> I am handwriting all of them. But yes, you I've got mine written down as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm keeping track of mine, and I'm removing anyone who gets picked from my my prep list. So okay, so my read of the list and the people I liked, it was more. It's hard. I saw a lot of like number three picks on the list. If I sure, if I, if sure. I, you know, mm-hmm. like nobody like really jumped yes. that much out I, to me. Yeah, I see what you mean. So I guess I'll go with, with my old classic, but I'm gonna pick Andre Three Thousand. Fuck! I uh-huh. that was an oversight, frankly, on my part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did I forget to look wow. at that? <laughs> So, I know, yeah, good. And then immediately, (laughs) this is what happened. I was looking at the list, and then I opened Zoom, and you were both in one room. (laughs) Yeah, great pick. Just an easy one of. I think for me, it's like he's easily the coolest person on the list, and one (laughs) of the like four coolest people alive. And it's more just a thing of I have picked him in these drafts before, so I didn't know if I wanted to just sure. No, that's yeah. But then, I, now that Colin is in these, I figured 
there was sure. more of a There's danger of him getting. Yeah. I yeah, I just I I missed it. <laughs> so I I needed I to take them before it is the next round. A very extensive list. It's easy to miss people. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's a long list. I uh. All right. I sense pretty early in the submission process have had a clear number one on my board. Uh, and there, there really has been, I, I wasn't necessarily certain I was going to take this person first because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how high he is on everyone else's boards, but, uh, I'm just going to do it because I, I could see him getting popped before it swings back to me. Uh, and I will select, uh, Jorge Luis Borges. Yep. yep. Uh, I, you know, I do, you know, I always say, like, I like getting an author in here. That's a cool one. And certainly he is, by a huge margin, primarily known as an author. But he did also have uh, a bit of a screenwriting career. Uh, Invasion, uh, directed by Hugo Santiago, he uh, co-wrote with Adolfo Bioy Casares as uh, the big one. And I think, it, I think. It's mostly other scripts that uh, Santiago directed. Uh, but yeah, so I feel real, real strong about, uh, as a first pick, Borges. Uh, you know, not only having a uh, writer, uh, but possibly the best writer of the 20th century on this jury. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was on my list. Uh, mm -hmm, I, yep. I don't. I haven't. I don't know if this was recorded, but uh, I am only picking from people I consider to personally meet my standard of cool. Mm -hmm. And he, he is the only person picked so far that's not for me <laughs> to beat it. Now I'm. Now I'm feeling some pressure to maybe take the second. Because uh, there is. There's like a run of people where I'm like. A lot of people, I, there, there's, like, one person who's, like, a little lower on my list, but I feel like is the most likely to get taken soon. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll risk it. I feel like I've got a lot of strong backups. I will just take the number two on my board and just take, uh, I feel like just, like, an obvious jury president, uh, Claire Denis. Uh, number two on my sure, board, sure, sure. Uh, you know, obviously also just like classic film festival, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, Denis being Venice president does seem a little funny. A little bit, <laughs> but you know, Martel did it. Sure. And uh, the intruder was in competition at Venice. Sure. For sure. All it's right. a classic one of these picks. Yep. Yeah. Right. She's probably been on a list before, maybe even got picked by someone before. Yeah, I don't know that she has been submitted. I feel like I probably would have taken her first or second maybe. if she had been submitted before. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm trying to... I, she was the president of the Uncertain Regard jury at one point, but I feel like she's not done, like, a ton of juries. Sure. Alright. Amelia. Back to Amelia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I often... On these drafts, I get I fly too off the handle, and I start picking people mm -hmm. very disconnected from movies. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to try, try and stay a little closer to movies for now at wow. the beginning. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I'm going to pick a cool director. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. 
I'm going to pick Sophia Coppola. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. Very, yeah. Was yeah, on my very, list very for sure. high on my board. Yeah. She, I mean, I guess, could it be at Venice? The. Uh, I mean, yes. Uh, I do the, think it's right. moderately likely that Priscilla, Priscilla will be in competition. But that's not a, sure. you know, not a disqualifier. Right. She'll, it's, she'll, yeah, we've never, yeah, it's never come up uh, a she'll be unbiased. She'll, 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 yeah, she'll, uh, she'll put her, put her, put her, her personal feelings aside. Um, yeah, great pick. Yeah, he's just cool. Just a, I feel like there's a thing with me where if I don't know what your voice sounds like, but I am very familiar with your work, I am more likely to think you are a cool person. What do you, mm. but. Sure. That's something to be interrogated. So you're about. saying don't start a podcast if you want to be considered cool by Emil. For sure, starting a podcast <laughs> lowers you on the cool scale. That is just like a fact. <laughs> now back to hand. All right. Um, I was very worried that this was going to be gone. I should have done this first, probably. Wow. I had, didn't put that much thought into into all of this. I'm really shooting from the hip this time. Uh, I'm gonna choose Pedro Almodovar. Uh, yep. For, yep. Yep. Also um, very high on my board. You know, he's uh, he is undeniably cool, I think, uh, and also uh, is a great director. And uh, he doesn't, he won't have anything at Venice this year, because um, he just had his little short at uh, yep. at Cannes. So he's sort of in between things right now. So I think it'd be fun for him. I'm sure he's been on actual jury. Like, he was the president of a jury before, wasn't he? Wasn't he was he? the president of Cannes right. in 2017 and sure. got bullied into picking the square by That's Will right. Smith. Right, 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 right. Uh, yes, of course. Famously. Um, but yeah, he's my pick. I'm, I'm, I promise not to pick Will Smith, uh, Pedro. Don't worry. Not on the list. Sure. No one thinks he's cool. He, <laughs> he almost killed the guy. Yeah. He did almost kill a guy. My pick? Yeah. You got two. Right. Um. Amy Taubin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, was taken by me in the first jury draft. I had the Amelia thing of like, I don't know if I can do it again. Yeah. Someone who just stuck out yep. as cool. Yep. And also, like, would be great. Yes, on a, a jury. Festival, festival jury. Mm-hmm. Someone with a uh, a strong voice and opinion. Yep. And... Good taste. Yes. Of course. And I feel like even if I don't think that the Warhol thing as a whole is cool being <laughs> part of something like that is cool <laughs> yes yeah um i'd say the thing is cool and the warhol is maybe not cool. <laughs> yeah sure that's maybe that's we'll maybe. get to it later um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> right because um, like the velvet underground are sure cool. yes of course and yeah lots lots of the people involved in that are cool and you know she was also like a receptionist for the black panther party <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, and then... This is tough. Um, 
I think I like the idea of a musician mm-hmm. being in a jury. And I think the musician I will go with is Rick Ross. You know what? That's one I did not see on the list. I I, I, I also noted, not that I would have taken him, but... I maybe would have taken Rick Ross. Ricky Rosé himself. I mean... I, I just did not see him on the list. Former corrections cool. officer. Yeah. <laughs> there will probably be a musician. You're trying to undercut Rick Ross. It's cool now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I, this, this is the draft I've decided that I'm gonna win. I'm gonna That's, I, forgot, I forgot that we have people vote on who did the best job on this, and that you know, there's potentially strategy involved in uh, in presenting our our, our jury folks. Uh, Wingstop is mid. I like Wingstop. No, no, no. I mean, no. I I like Wingstop. I think it's cool that he has it. Yeah. And I think. Um, Hold on a second. Let me look up what I can't remember what this song is called. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Andy. <laughs> Great. Wait, did you make two picks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Calvin, Calvin and Rick Ross. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. I'm up. Uh, time to do a couple of firsts on this one. I mean, there's a few of these names that are real Andy bait on this list. I feel like there's, there's targeted people for it, everyone. It always happens. Um, and... But I want to take one of the Andy Bate ones because I, I appreciate the folks out there who know me and, and love me. Uh, <laughs> it's weird that I said that. Um, uh, and also going to break the seal, uh, our first fictional uh, mm. jury member. Uh, I'm, of course, going to pick uh, Joe Gideon, the uh, fictional director uh, from All That Jazz, uh, the Bob Fosse analog. Um, he's dead again yeah sort of have never ironed out what Andy thinks is or isn't cool <laughs> I'm not really thinking cool well, right, I guess like, so Andy sure Andy thinks yes. being cool is I'm, bad I'm so locked into the idea of it being cool if people Andy were trying to pick cool people yeah. I'm playing the game I'm playing a whole different game cool is a faker <laughs> I mean Joe Gideon is probably cooler than most of the people I would have predicted Andy to pick <laughs> He is like he's a philanderer who likes Andy smoking, and like, <laughs> yeah. smoking yeah. in the 70s. So there's he's like, like a baseline <laughs> cool he gets. <laughs> An artist who makes great dances and fucks a lot of people. Right. He makes the sexiest dances around. Um, he uh, can't uh, stay monogamous to save his life. Um, and he's going to have a great time in Venice, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Think he's gonna fuck in one of the gondolas? I God, I hope so. <laughs> Emilio, I hope so. Uh, sure. Then, okay. So, I think I'll also pick a fictional character now. And when I think of cool, there was one image that popped up in my head of cool uh, just like if I were to describe it it's just like relaxed living in their own world doing their own thing not giving a fuck about what other people think and I think there is one fictional character that really embodies that more than others and that is Snoopy I will be picking mm. Snoopy the Joe dog cool. from Peanut. well no 
Joe Cool's a different guy. <laughs> Joe Cool is Joe Cool a persona of Snoopy's or it's his cousin or something? I, don't I believe it's. It is. I don't want to go on the record as I do not know. My gut sure. is telling me that it's uh not the same guy as Snoopy. Sure, <laughs> I think it is. Because he has like wiki says <laughs> alter ego. It, right, it's Whoa. like the world, it's like the World War One flying ace or whatever. Or Red whatever. Baron. Sure. Right. Yeah. Because Snoopy does have lots of cousins, I think. But yeah. Snoopy's a great pick, I think. Snoopy, yeah. sure, yes, no, um, no. He, uh, I bet he's, you know, he he's gonna have interesting, thoughtful things. I think to attempt to communicate wordlessly mm-hmm. to the rest mm-hmm. of the jury. <laughs> it's just the vibe. Sometimes you need to just survive. You know, there yeah. will, there's gonna be a lot of words going around. So you need somebody who can communicate without. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's crazy. One of Snoopy's siblings is named Andy. Wow. Um, holy shit! No, re- no relation. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's, uh, uh, Sno- the leader was Snoopy, Spike, Bell, Marbles, Spike. Olaf, and Andy. I was Spike, thinking of yeah, Spike. Spike's the big one, I think. Um, will Woodstock tag along? Do you think, or will Woodstock that's a different person? That's up to Woodstock. <laughs> I think so. We can not. just invite their friends. <laughs> I mean, no, not to be on the jury, but like just to be in Venice or whatever. Like this is this is a deep cut reference to our own podcast, but I think Woodstock will be the Eva Anderson to Snoopy's Amy Nicholson. Is of course a sure. story that we got when Eva Anderson was on our podcast. Great, a reference, say, like, a plus one. Yeah. That I don't even understand. <laughs> I just that yeah, like when uh, Amy Nicholson was on the jury of like some festival in Poland and asked Eva Anderson to come yes. like be her assistant while she was there. All right, so we're back to me. Um, I feel like I'm always the one who's like, I gotta get directors on here because it's a film festival jury. So I will just get another like. Mm-hmm really strong one just so that i feel good about that core even if i maybe do end up straying from that more than usual especially because my number two director is still on the board and i will take celine siyama uh which another right down the middle uh well could happen except for that i think she has recently said that she hates film festivals Sure. Uh, but I, it's maybe more that she's unwilling to compete than that I don't know whether or not she would accept a jury, uh, an invitation to be on a jury. Uh, right. she, she can give it out, but she can't take it. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, and then I will select, uh, as I said, I think a strong slate of actors... Uh, and my number one actor still on the board, and I feel like I've got to pounce now, uh, and I feel like inarguably a cool person as well, and would be great on a film festival jury, I will select Don Cheadle. Yep. I was looking at him for sure. Uh, yeah, I was real worried that, uh, this would be too late for me to take him, but, uh. Uh, yeah, real happy to have him at the fourth pick. I feel like great value. For sure, for sure. Emilio? Back to me. Ooh. Much like the uh, the Red Sox getting Kyle Teal with the 14th pick of the MLB draft. 
for sure, for sure. You know what? I'm gonna take another directive. A person I witnessed their ability to be cool in person. Interesting. Whoa. So I'm going to take a Melvin Van Peebles. Mm. I saw Melvin Van Peebles impromptu. All right. He was supposed to be there. To, he was going to be there to introduce a screening of Sweet Sweetback Badass Song. Right. Like four days after. No, yeah, Mario Van Peebles. Uh, as they're at, right after he passed away. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I think. Yes, and then his son Mario Van Peebles gave an, gave, gave an introduction and he told a very cool story about Melvin Van Peebles where he was talking about how he had this secretary and him and his secretary used to be like flirty with each other and they were going to make a movie together and she was going to be in Sweet Sweet Fat Badass Song and then, his, how about, and then her secretary, his secretary was like, I can't be with you because I have a boyfriend, but, you know, our, my boyfriend could do the music for this movie. And then it turned <laughs> out that her boyfriend was one of the members of Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> and it's just a story that speaks to just how cool of a guy Melvin Van Peebles was, that he was just up there with Earth, Wind, and Fire. So, or Melvin Is Van Peebles. Earth, Wind, and thing. Fire cool? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Andy? Back to me. Okay. Um, all right. When you think classic cool, I mean, there's at least one uh, Rat Pack member on this list that's classic <laughs> cool, right? Classic image of uh, one of the first <laughs> images of cool. I'm not going to choose that person, um, but I'm going to choose someone adjacent. I'm going to choose uh, Shirley MacLaine, uh, who um, uh, could hang with the boys, but also uh, <laughs> was a big... <laughs> is a big musical theater star who appeals to me. So, and she's like still working in her old age. She'll play like an old, like uh, lady and something and like, and, and like really show up and like bring a lot of gravitas to it and like be funny still. I feel like she still shows up in a lot of stuff and is, is like very like, you know, she, she's got a lot of energy to her still. Uh, so I think she would have a great time in Venice mm -hmm. with, with my jury. I, I'm liking the group that I'm, like, group sure. dynamic. Yeah, I, yeah, I felt uh, real good here. about my group last um, time. And I do think, obviously, realistic has never been something that's played into this. I do think in real life, if you wanted Shirley MacLaine to be on your film festival jury, it would be president or fuck you. Sure. <laughs> um, I mean... Well, you know, we can maybe make that happen. We'll see how things. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not this. saying that it won't. Um, but yeah, Shirley McLean. Let's get her out. Let's get her on a boat. Let's get her on those canals. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jesse. I forgot to. What was your third pick? I forgot to. Celine Siama. Celine Siama. Um. I think adjacent to Andy's pick. Yeah. I'm gonna get. Someone from that same era mm -hmm. take someone out of retirement, and we're getting Jack Nicholson on the jury. Wow. Sure. Mm -hmm. He's going to find his next Tony Erdman to attach himself to and never get made. <laughs> yeah. As far as I know, never been on a film festival jury. <laughs> doesn't seem like something he's ever done. No, that doesn't seem like something he'd be interested in. Um, I but, mean, you know. If Cannon called in the 70s or 80s, maybe. Yeah. 
<laughs> and the winner is. <laughs> That's right. They want. They would have loved to get him to announce winners for sure. Yeah, crash. <laughs> <laughs> 1996 or whatever. Um, Doesn't look like it. He uh, he won Best Actor for the last detail, uh, but. Um. And then, uh, I think I'm kind of going actor heavy, but this person is an actor and, and a director. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Bill Duke. Oh, sure. Yeah. Great pick. Uh, he directed, you know, deep cover. He's in, uh, High Flying Bird, countless things. Legend. He's in Predator. Um, mm -hmm. No Sudden Move, American Gigolo, he's great in. Just a cool guy. Directed Sister Act 2. And I mean, like, just talk about a cool vibe. Great yeah. voice, great energy. Yeah. Just very chill energy, which mm -hmm. is what you want. And I think a level head on the jury. Yeah. For sure. like, I, mm -hmm. I bet he's a fun guy to have an in-depth conversation about, like, if you yeah. part with. I bet he's got, like, a lot of great insights and thoughtful things to say about this stuff. Yeah. Back to you, Andy. Great. Uh, I had a name in my head, and then I forgot it. Oh, right. Okay. Um, let's do another fictional character. Um, let's do someone who is... Uh, uh, a photographer, a, a well-known photographer. I'm, of course, speaking of Austin Powers. Um, Austin <laughs> Danger Powers. Uh, a well-known <laughs> photographer. <laughs> yeah, he's a photographer. Um, that's like a big thing of, in the, those movies, at least in the first one. And you um, think he's cool? <laughs> I guess you don't care about that. Uh, no. So I'd, I'd, argue, I'd argue within the context of the films, he is cool. <laughs> Sure. I'd in argue that within the context of, you, of the films, but also you the, in the context of water, you drop him into a Venice jury. Yeah, I he he already got dropped into you know a, a, a time outside of his. Sure. That's right. You want, you want Austin Powers in the nineties? You want controversy then? You're just looking to drop, you know? Mm. What I he's I I think he'll behave in the jury room if that's what you're asking. That's not. That's not what I asked. <laughs> and Jesse, you went to a different city in a different state to break bread with this man. <laughs> How much Austin Powers voice did Andy do with a ribbon in his mouth? Yeah. <laughs> we had pretzels. It was good. Um, <laughs> we also ordered some pretzels with the table. <laughs> we also ordered buffalo chicken thighs as an appetizer for the table, and they came bone in. Which yeah. was an interesting... And there were two of them. Yeah, two <laughs> buffalo chicken thighs bone in. They were good, though. They were good. Very they had crispy. a nice char-grilled yeah. uh, character um, to them. But you yeah, said was... Andy pretended to take a call when the check came to the table? Uh, no. 
I uh, <laughs> we don't need to discuss that. <laughs> okay, my parents very generously paid yes. for the meal. We didn't need to actually. That was the, the premise of the meal. <laughs> yes, that was the pitch of me attending this meal. Um, <laughs> we didn't need to do that. <laughs> you you brought it. Up. <laughs> I guess was, I mean we were there was a lot. <laughs> we were it was all happening. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Austin Powers, he's a man out of time. I think he'll bring an interesting perspective to the films that are uh, going to be playing there. Um, and I do think, like, he, as a man who has seen a lot of stuff and has, um, you know, has, has faced his share of adversity, I think he'll have an interesting perspective to bring to these uh, discussions. I'll say it. I think that's a bad pick. Okay. Well, luckily you don't get to decide that, so. I'm just putting that out there. Okay. Yeah, might have been kind of a uh, Nolan Shanuel to the Angels at 11. Kind of. Is it me next? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your sixth pick. Or your fifth pick, excuse me. It's tough. It's really mm-hmm. tough right now. Mm-hmm. There's so many names on the board. I'm feeling great. I feel great <laughs> about where, where where I'm at and where I'm going. I mean, it is just like... I'm going to take a... an actress who I guess I know very little about their personal lives and how they sure. are in real life, but have always played cool people I thought were cool and gave off cool vibes, even if they are bad cool vibes. Yeah. So I'm going to pick Katherine Keener. Fuck! Sure. Great Yeah, pick. great pick. Yeah. Was on my you know, list 100%. I was hoping to get her late. The Hollow Center connection. She always yeah. plays, you know, mm-hmm. people who are very much themselves and don't seem to care that much about what's happening around them. Uh, she's just cool. She's just got a cool vibe, cool voice. What can you say, Catherine Keener? Great pick. Jesse? Yeah, back to me. Alright. I I have a game plan going forward, and I'm trying to think if there's anyone who I need to be worried about. I think... This is... Yeah. I think I can just take the more like obvious people and then save some more fun ones for the end of the draft i will start off with another director who i feel like probably gives off an impression that he is cool more than he's actually cool but I don't feel bad about taking him here. Uh, and that is uh, Leos Carox. Sure. Uh, sure. Cool guy. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he's not uncool. He's just, like, maybe not as cool as, like, the vibe he's trying to put off. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and then I'll just take another actor. Um, there's, again, there's, like, there's a few actors who are, like, really, you know, some who are just, like, so down the middle of, like, 
will probably be the jury president it can in the next few years or have been the jury president it can uh but i'll go with more of a like i would love to see this person on a film festival jury has certainly like been in film festival movies and has really cool taste and is also uh just like been in really cool movies and is getting calls from cool directors uh and that's hong chow yep uh, was on my list 100%. she was definitely someone i was eyeing for very yep. soon yep yeah uh yeah i feel like th- there were yeah it, the, i feel like i wanted two out of the three of her cheetle cheetle quali and so i'm yeah I'm happy that i got those two she yeah she like i think has like an interesting also like just perspective on the industry and stuff where she's like she's very yeah. out above it all i think in a, yeah, in a, in like, cool yeah like yeah like it, it, it kind of came out in some of the interviews around the oscar nomination that she had just hit a point of like i'd probably be okay just like not doing this anymore and then just like directors who uh, she really wanted to work with started calling her uh, and it was like all right i guess i'll do that yeah Emilio. Back to me. Interesting, 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 interesting. Guy stalling for time. Ooh, yeah. Great list. Great list. There is a there is a weird All these names. Thing. There is a weird like thing that somebody wrote. It's not weird that they wrote this. It's more just like their their inclusion of this make, is sort of makes it weird to draft. Sure. But I somebody I... wrote in Daft Punk guys. And I don't know if I I, I don't know if that I, can I pick both of them with one pick? Do I have to? We. So the yeah the, the precedent has been that two people, even if they are a pair, count as two jury members. Like when the Cohen brothers were co-jury presidents at Cannes, there were only seven other people and i brought up in the conversation if someone submitted a group can you pick a single person from the group if we said yes i think we i can. think because but i do think because daft punk is so just like a unit i'm okay with like if you can get them to agree to like argue as a unit if you want to take them that wouldn't bother me i don't know how everyone else feels andy what do you feel of whether it should be one slot or two slots for daft yeah. punk or should i really just, should i we... specify one of them? you can specify <laughs> one person i think i think i'm on andy's side <laughs> okay that's also fine okay so, Tomas Bangalter <laughs> is the one who usually works with uh, filmmakers and like yeah, filmmakers. I, I'm forgetting the guy's name right now. Uh, Oldhouse, okay. Enter the Void. No. Oh, uh, Gaspar Noé. Gaspar Noé. He like did the score for Irreversible and a couple. Didn't of other um, one of them do uh, the Irma Vep HBO score? I think that's also Bangalter. Yeah, he's the one who usually thinking. works in movies and works yeah. on the way a lot, which means I'm picking the other one. I'm picking. <laughs> the other one. No, 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 Krista. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, because I know less about him as an individual, sure. which makes him cooler. Than him. So, Guy mm-hmm. Manuel de Om Cristo from that. Andy. If yes. you know the helmets, he's the helmet. He's the one with the smoother face. <laughs> Yeah. The one that's just smooth. Which, 
I think the other helmet's cooler. It is cooler, for sure. <laughs> I agree with you on that. <laughs> but it's a, it's about what's inside when it comes to this draft. Yeah. That's right. They're not going to be wearing the helmets at screenings, right? Like yeah. I feel like that's not conducive. To... Oh, you can bring it and let the other you know jury members wear it. That'd be funny to see, uh, mm. you know, Andre three thousand wear it. And they work together, right? Uh, didn't they do that thing with James Murphy? Not to spoil a future big potentially. Uh, <laughs> ooh, that yeah, that would yeah. <laughs> am I? What is that? What am I thinking of? Maybe it was gorillas. It's gorillas. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Gorillas. Uh, yeah. Great pick, Andy. All right. Um. So I. I'm going to go. Maybe need someone a little younger on my. Who do you have so far? Uh, Austin Powers, Joan Cusack, Pedro Almodovar, Joe Gideon, and Shirley MacLaine. Uh, so it's skewing a little old, you know? Yeah. Um, so i got to get some youthful energy in there. Um, I am going to go... I... Gen- what? Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. With uh, Jennifer Lawrence, I think. She, um, she's back. Yeah. She had no hard feelings in theaters now. Pretty good. Um, uh, she, <laughs> yes. um, is that yeah. the tagline? <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, she, you know, she, she, I think, is also approaching sort of the movie industry in an interesting way. She mm-hmm. took some time off. She had a kid, I think. Um, she seems to be sort of pivoting to just like trying to do stuff that she likes. Like it is fun. I think that she mm-hmm. did like a you know, a studio comedy in 2023. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's great. And that she's like using her star persona to do that. Um, yeah. I think she'd be, she'd be bring a great energy. Jennifer. Yeah. She did just like go to cam this year for pretty yep. much no reason. So I'm sure would be thrilled to be asked. I, I think she was like vaguely involved with some documentary that was showing. Yeah. She, uh, she, uh, was seen More last flops. year. <laughs> Uh-huh. Seen last year taking a meeting with uh, Leos Carox. Right. Know if That's will come yes. of that. But there, there, because there is. I don't think we've talked about that. He apparently shot a movie like a few months ago right. with uh, uh, Denis Levant. But it does sound like there's maybe a bigger uh, English language thing that he's going to shoot next year. So maybe, maybe that's the thing with her. That would be fun. Sure. Mia. I think this is going to be more of a person I think is cool pick than a ironclad festival jury member. But I think the variety in my jury could use, like Andy said, some youth. Yeah. Right now, the youngest person is Margaret Qualley. Yeah. And I think uh, someone around that age bracket, young, cool, from a different uh, – career field an athlete but when i think about cool one of the coolest things i saw last year or maybe it was earlier this year i don't remember uh was the world baseball classic where shohei otani mm-hmm. struck out mike trout to win it for japan and yeah. i think he'd be great on my journey yeah Truly. he was on the list last 
time and i remember looking up like can i find anything about what his thoughts on movies are <laughs> i'm glad i scooped one from Elio. any interest in art, art yeah. <laughs> I, I finally i finally got one in <laughs> yeah very very cool and then my next pick I think is going to be Leslie Manville. Sure. Mm. Had a cool career. Not Mrs. Harris. Leslie Manville. No, that's a fictional character. Yeah, Um, she's on the list, though. That's not who I'm picking. Sure. I'm picking Leslie Manville. Actress from Mike Lee films. Actress from, you know, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. (laughs) (laughs) Phantom Thread. Yeah. She was... She, like, just barely didn't meet my qualifiers for cool. (laughs) Because she's, like... I fully do not know anything about her as a person. Sure. She is British. I I listened to an interview with her around Mrs. Harris on Little Gold Men or whatever, and she seemed perfectly fine. Sure. Perfectly nice. Yeah. That's not... Yeah, yeah. but the the roles communicate some... Um, yeah. yeah, I think, you know, it's just another thing. Like, the sort of Mike Lee Collective was a cool thing to be a part yeah. of. And she was yeah. there pr- from the pretty early on. I think High Hopes she's, is the earliest one she's in. Um, but, uh, and yeah, I think, you know, would be great on a festival jury. Yeah, and, like, I feel, you know, one of her recent, like, more high-profile roles was in Phantom Thread, and I feel like she is playing the coolest character in that main cast. Yeah, she has a very cool energy as that character. Yeah. Um, Andy, back to you. Back to me. Um, I'm gonna take Sigourney Weaver. She's Ripley from Aliens. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the very cool character, obviously. Uh, she, um, she, I, I, you know, she, especially, like, at that time, like, being, like, a physically imposing, like, woman in the film industry that, like, was not an easy path to chart, I feel. Mm-hmm. And she, like, did that, like, very successfully with a plum and, like, has played a lot of different kinds of parts over the years. Um, and has worked with a lot of cool directors, and like will can will return to the stage from time to time, which is of course something I value. Um, she's got a great relationship with Christopher Durang. Um, she's yeah. Chappie's mom. Sure, I haven't seen Chappie. I'm yeah. guessing I haven't seen it either. I don't know about mother. I'm... Uh, like in the she like built him. Like, do you mean Didn't like Dev Patel I think we can... build Chappie? Chappie's yeah, I think Dev Patel is the father of Chappie, I'm pretty sure. I feel like Sigourney and Hugh Jackman are the villains of Chappie. Really? That's interesting. Maybe not. Maybe it's just Jackman. Maybe it's time for us I to do know. our Chappie episode. Um, oh, yeah, I that? forgot that one, the palm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she's going to be great on my jury, Sigourney. Emilio? Uh, ooh. Who's my next pick? There's always a spot where I'm always like, where I would look at my list and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is very spread out over the place, which makes it hard to just like 
bring it all together. Hmm. I'm gonna pick Jeff Rosenstock. Cool. Cool, yeah. Cool, always whoever submitted that. <laughs> This always seemed like a cool guy. I was going to say, yeah, is this the first person who one of us doesn't know who that is? Who is that? It's a musician. New York-based punk rock musician. Yeah, pop-punky. Yeah, pop-punky. Makes good music. Uh, Known from collaborations with the Chris Gethard Show. I know him from Gethard Show as well. I've always held a theory that he is briefly in Song to Song, which I don't know if he was at South by Southwest at the time. It's certainly something that could be true. And there's a guy that looks like him and kind of sounds like him, but it's sure. impossible to nail down like who one of the 9,000 one second cameos in a Terrence Malick sure. movie are. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess I don't know about his history with movies, but he's like a New York geek. I'm sure yeah, he's, he's like, he's, yeah. he's like knows a bunch of people in it. Yeah. Like, we love um. We love that song of his, nausea. Yeah, it's a good song. Not a lot of good music. I mostly yeah. know him from Eat More Butt. But, uh... Sure. Yeah. Sure. Jesse. All right. I certainly this is where I start need to start having some fun because I feel very good about my list, but it is like down the middle. Pretty down the yeah. middle. Um. I you didn't make it a fictional person yet. That's true. Not that it's a requirement. No, it's not a requirement. Of course it's not. There is like one of the coolest people in here, just like still around, but like. There's there's frankly there's so many names to choose from. It's there are yeah. There's a lot of solid. Solid uh, yeah. picks. I did. And we like will you. we will publish the full list as we usually yeah. do. So. Uh, yeah, real. Yeah, we do usually. Um, I yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I think I said I often like thinking about having a film critic in there for that energy. But Borges did write some criticism, uh, so I'll take someone from I guess a demographic that I don't think that we've had the opportunity. Uh, and there's a couple here, which is experimental filmmakers. Maybe there's even more than the two that I noticed. Uh, and one of them is Andy Warhol, who we referenced earlier and would also fill a role that I like to have of just, like, someone super famous. But I do just feel like, ultimately, Andy Warhol being on the jury might result in worse movies winning awards. Um... So I'm going to take the other one, who is someone who I got the opportunity to see uh, one of his movies uh, on a film print at the National Gallery of Art last year, uh, and thought that was great. I uh, caught up with one of his bigger movies that I've just been meaning to see for a while last night, uh, both because I just had been thinking about him because he got submitted here, but also because... Uh, happened to be the anniversary uh, of his passing. Uh, Paul Sheritz, uh, director of Ray Gun Virus, uh, Razor Blades are the two I've seen. Uh, a lot of movies that uh, sort of the titles are sort of a word, but more a sequence of letters. Uh, and yeah, I just like 
uh, think it would be cool to have someone who has that perspective uh, on the jury and that he is among experimental filmmakers, someone who I am very excited to uh, give that role. And then... Second to last pick now, right? Yeah, I think... Musician is definitely, like, another demographic that, like, we uh, often we kind of want to have someone who is, like, I think generally a cool person to put in. And there are several who do have, like, some relation to the film industry. And I'm kind of down to three. I'm going to take the person whose relationship to film is the yeah is the most tangential i think unless they're you know this is not actually someone who i know super well uh so maybe there's some more like film stuff that i'm missing uh but i will take uh kathleen Hanna, uh, mm. another punk uh musician yep. uh lead singer of uh, Bikini Kill, but then also uh, of El Tigre later, yep. a band that she was in with James Benning's child, who is a filmmaker, Whoa. and I think did play uh, instruments when they were with the band, but also uh, did like some projection stuff, uh, Sadie Benning. That's, I didn't uh, know so that. That's yeah, so <laughs> clearly, like, and I think just, like, you know, generally it was, like, around in, like, New York arty cool stuff, so, yeah. Uh, I th- yeah, I think Sadie Benning was not in El Tigre for, like, super long, but was a founding member and in the band for a few years. Great pick. Yeah. Emilio? Oof. You know, it's just always tough all these rounds. Just making picks. Uh huh. (laughs) (sighs) And my pick is going to be Guy Madden. Great pick. Just seems cool. Yep, certainly. I, I like the vibe of the one movie we watched by him. My Winnipeg? My Winnipeg. Yeah. Kind of uncool. I am a... <laughs> My Winnipeg is maybe one of his less cool movies. He's done cooler stuff. He is, It's definitely Green Fox like, seems cool. Yeah, there's like some kitsch in there, certainly. But seems like a cool guy. I know we, we had some friends who I think saw him introduce uh the restoration of kills from the gimli hospital he definitely seems like he's got like a vibe good head on his shoulders yeah that's a he's pretty cool andy great uh i'm gonna pick someone who's very important for our collective history Mm. uh I'm picking Gloria Bell, one of sure. my, uh, my, my, my maybe my favorite movie going experience ever. Seeing that movie at, wow. with, the t- with the TIFF crowd um, was really it, I mean it was special. One of the warmest crowds I've yeah. ever been a part of. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I think that character 
uh, who is definitely figuring some stuff out, uh, but by the end has sort of come into her own, uh, I think she would bring an interesting perspective to the deliberations. Uh, so that's why I'm picking Gloria Bell. She's got good taste in music. She likes disco. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think she'll be great. I think she'll... And I think she'll be, like, really, like... She'll be like, oh... I think she'll really value the experience. I think she'll be like, this is, like... It's so great that I got to experience this. Uh, sure. Being on the jury. I think she'll really... She'll really appreciate it. So you're doing this as a favor to her. <laughs> Everybody wins, Amelia. It's a win-win, is what I'm saying. Sure. Paul? I got my last two picks, and I yeah. know what one of them is going to be. Okay. I think I'm going to save that for my final pick. Sure. So now I'm just trying to decide what the penultimate pick is. I haven't picked anything super silly yet. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> and there's always the opportunity for that mm-hmm. um, I kind of have a idea of where I want to go I think I'm going to say my number 8 pick is someone who is uh, has a strong voice and opinion on film, uh, a longtime film writer, uh, Jonathan Rosenbaum. Sure. Yeah, solid, solid pick. Especially for he's, number eight. Yeah, I mean, he's like one of the like, and this is probably true of Talbot as well. Who like, I could see a film festival being like asking them to actually do it yeah um yeah someone who's just like been a respected voice yep uh in the film community for decades and uh yep for my final pick yeah another one that maybe could have gone round one (laughs) another sort of thing that i saw and i've been like hopefully no one takes this uh Uh uh-huh and been on film festival juries before, yeah. won awards at film festivals before, mm-hmm. uh, sort of retired from acting, now mostly does DJing. I'm, of mm-hmm. course, taking Maggie Chung. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great pick. That would have been a little rude if no one had taken Maggie Chung. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Andy took Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't He's you mean, yeah, baby? <laughs> yeah. He was in a band. Come on, Ming T. <laughs> That's right, to the BBC. Are they coming with him? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, what happens if Fat Bastard shows up to your jury? Dr. Evil <laughs> causes trouble. I guess we're living in a post gold member world, so they're all cool now. That's right, they're all friends. Not to spoil anything. Uh, they should do a Where Are They Now for Austin Powers. They should just do a fourth Austin Powers. I guess so. That'd be a little sad. I just want, like, a special. You think a special would be less sad? (laughs) If Uh, we just... We're on Peacock now? Like... (laughs) I think think a special screams screams more, look at what happened to these people. (laughs) Austin Powers is going to show up in season two of the Pentaverate. Pentaverate? Yeah. Uh, Andy? 
Your final pick? It's time for my final pick. Uh, everyone's going to make fun of me for this one. No. Yeah. Now, now you're talking <laughs> about that one. At the last pick. <laughs> but, like, way more than even before. Uh, it's a real Andy Bate title uh, person. I couldn't resist. Uh, I'm, of course, going to take Mary Poppins from Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> Maybe, honestly, a reasonable pick at this point from you. <laughs> um, she's working class. Uh, she's magical. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, she's... So, settle down, settle down, settle down. <laughs> what? She's working class and she's magical. Yes, two important perspectives that I think... A photoshopping really... Mary Poppins in front of a sickle and hammer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and you know, I would love to also see her get my group together in a song of some sort. I think like a a, a a can jury number production number or a, a Venice jury production number to open the ceremony. I think it would be wonderful. And she could maybe make that happen. Mary Poppins. Sure. Emilio. Who will be my last pick? Who will be my last pick? Man, I really wanted to get Otani with the last pick. <laughs> you know who's cool? Mm-hmm. I I think that to really bring my like support for the classical definition of cool. All the way together, I have to do it, and I have to pick Arthur Defon's Fonzarelli. <laughs> I was just looking at that. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, who? Literally, like the clip art for cool. Yeah. Is Defon. Yeah. There's out. a few people on the board that I could that could fit that slot, but definitely Defon's is one of them. Jukebox, for sure. Jukebox is a Venice. Watch out. Yeah. Jukebox is at Venice. And I mean, don't watch out. He's going to fix them. B- bathrooms at Venice. Watch out. He's going to turn you into his office. Yeah. <laughs> How many jukeboxes do we think there are in the city of Venice? I'm going to say 150. Yeah. That's a lot. I was going to guess like 50. Yeah. I think, it's... M- I think it's more than I would guess for m- most cities. I, well, I guess I would have to clarify non-digital new AG jukebox. Right. I mean, like yeah. old school jukeboxes where a thing comes and like takes the disc with a pan and uh-huh. puts it on the disc. And like, yeah, and like a full-sized one, because like there, I know like there was a diner uh, around me until recently that had like, they were like old-fashioned things, but they were like at each table and it was like a little selection of you could flip through that. That would bump up the count. I think we're talking low single digits. Wow. I, I meant low double digits. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. If Fonz is around and someone gets spit on, you're going to have trouble. <laughs> you're going to have trouble. You know, don't try and cause them that. There, a fight off. broke Chris out fine. because he told, he told Guy Madden to sit on it. All right. 
then I guess Our it's... Our final pick. Yeah. The, the I, final pick of the draft. There's a lot of really strong selections I could make here. And there's a lot of people I'd like to take. I'm sure we'll go over runner-ups, and I guess a few have come up through this process. But there is one name that kind of stuck out to me as, like, first and foremost, I do just think it is very rude that this person hasn't been asked to be on the Venice jury yet. Uh, given their uh, success at the festival. Um, also certainly, like, fulfills that, like, someone very famous slot I always like to talk about. Uh, definitely someone who, like, I, I think in the jury deliberations, I think could go, like, very either way of, like, if they're, like, a, a an interesting or useful presence. I think... Their presence at the festival, definitely a lot tougher, something that, uh, you know, it's a big, not even a risk, because I don't think there's any way it isn't a problem, um, and, and also, like, I, a weird selection here, because I guess, like, there's maybe points at which this person has seemed kind of cool, and then, like, points at which, like, very much not. Uh, but I do just feel like this is the only person I can take uh, with this last pick. Uh, and that is, of course, the Joker. Whoa. Uh, you know, Golden Lion winner. Pretty recent. I just, I feel like, I think Bless it you. felt like the direction I had to go in. This pick bums me out. It's it, it doesn't not bum me out. I'm like a little like the the know. fucked up thing is that someone had to pick him. Right, like I would have been happy cool. if someone, right, I would have been happy if someone else had taken him and I could be like, alright, I cool, I get to take someone like fun and cool with the last pick, but this just I felt like this was unnecessary uh, corrective to some when you say rudeness. when you say the Joker, who are you picturing? Great, I just, great question. I there's no there's just like a general like I I'm picturing like a, Jesse, an illustration. Yeah. Jesse's picturing sure. that that poster of all the different people who have played the no. Joker with the different labels on them. Yeah, no. playing poker together. <laughs> no. All at the Nighthawks like, bar or whatever. Yeah, I'm picturing like uh, a classic comic book <laughs> illustration. Uh, I, but you know, to be clear, we j the submission just said the Joker. So you're, no picturing, you're, picturing, you're picturing like the cover of the killing. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. Sure. Maybe I know, even like I know you mean. older than that, but like sure, in yeah. that, in that, white, you know, the you're seeing like white with green and red. Yeah. And mm -hmm. purple. Yeah. Just block colors. I know exactly what you mean. Well, I think yeah. last time we did a draft, we didn't read through our picks. Um, really. Whoa. But I think that was, I mean, maybe it's not as funny to do it as it is, as it'll be we to hear all the names back to back. Well. We yes. Yeah. I've got mine, I think. Yeah. Pretty, can, pretty handy. Yeah, we can go top to bottom. Shall I start us off? Go for it. So. Name your president as you go. Uh, yes. So. Round one took Margaret Qualley. Amy Taubin. Rick Ross. 
Jack Nicholson, Bill Duke, Shohei Otani, Leslie Manville, Jonathan Rosenbaum, and our president, Maggie Chung. Some people I left on the board, or do we save uh, that for the very uh, end? Sure. Why? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's, let's read ours again. and then we'll do this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, sorry, I'm trying to. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so my picks: Joan Cusack, Pedro Almodovar, Joe Gideon, President Shirley MacLaine, Austin Powers, Jennifer Lawrence, Sigourney Weaver. Gloria Bell, and Mary Poppins from Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that on the list? <laughs> yeah, that's what was specified. That oh, I didn't Mary see Poppins that. <laughs> yeah. So you took you took the Emily Blunt one. Yeah. That's Is she working falling... class in that one? <laughs> yeah. She's a nanny. That's called falling for a trap. That's yeah, sir, I did. I certainly you literally said, you fully, someone threw that out there. Fully, I did. I acknowledge that that's what I was doing. Yeah. I, I don't know that. the acknowledgement. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think I'm it. the coolest of us all because I don't give a fuck. What I mean, I don't, okay. think, I don't yeah, know that Andy's yeah. the only one of us who fell for a trap. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a different type of trap than I fell for. I don't remember who it was that submitted the Joker, but... <laughs> Emilio? Okay. So, my list is Andre 3000, Sofia Coppola, Snoopy, Melvin Van Peebles, Catherine Keener, Guy Manuel de Cristo, half of them punks, Jeff Rosenstock, Guy Madden, and President Dauphin. Wow. <laughs> Alright. Well, I... I think I'm going to bestow the presidency upon the person who I drafted first. I think just out of uh, deference has to be paid, even though there's, like, a number of strong uh, possibil- people who could be a jury president. Uh, so jury president Jorge Luis Borges, uh, joined by Claire Denis, Celine Siama, Don Cheadle, Leos Carax, Paul Sheritz, Kathleen Hanna, and the Joker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do kind of feel like, at least until the Joker, I kind of was going for smart people this time. That's and right. I feel like I took a lot of cool people in the smart we, people We draft. did not talk about how smart the people seemed in the smart people. Yeah, sure, no. I sort of threw yeah, a rinse that. that was into like fully not a... I, yeah, I mean, like, I took Tracy Letts first. I think he's a real, real sharp guy. But sure. yeah, in general, that was, like, not something that came into the conversation. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we did. So it, people, folks. I left um, on the board: Martin Short, sure. uh, Corey Stahl, mm-hmm. Susan Seidelman. Mm-hmm. Susan Seidelman uh, was on mine. Uh, uh, Johnny Cash, Johnny Stellan Skarsgård, yeah. Buster Rhymes, uh, Joe Camel. Ip Man was one that I almost picked a bunch mm-hmm. of times, but then I was like, I feel like there's something. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. That I don't know right? yeah. specifically about the real life it man. So. Yeah. You don't want to accidentally pick it man, and then all of a sudden, texts come out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it was Stewart. definitely like tough to not sure, take yeah. Kristen Stewart as like both. I think the coolest person left on the board at the end, and the most film festival jury person, but also she was just, just the president it, yeah. of Berlin. 
Yeah. Um, Ice Spice and Juicy J were on my list. <laughs> I, I thought about Ice Spice for sure. Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Born uh, Beatty. Japanese professional wrestler Kazuchi Okada. Nate Fury. Mm-hmm. Yep, I from uh, Avatar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. George oh, there was the Iceman Gervin. Kurt Russell and Kurt Russell with one L. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Roman Pierce. I did think about Roman Pierce, but... He- He's not he, cool. I don't like him because he's cool. That The other person who I almost picked, this is me thinking about that I had to have cool people also, <laughs> as I would have taken Jeremy Strong, but I don't like him because I think he's cool. <laughs> right, and, like, it is, like, I don't even know that he's uncool, but it is, like, and, I, like, yeah, I definitely think Jer- he was, like, one is, like, one of the top people who I let have left, I think, would have been, would be a strong person to put on a film festival jury. I think he'd yeah. be very thoughtful. Yes, um, you know, I thought about Beatty. Cullen definitely went into that zone with Nicholson. Yeah. Um, Jacques and Andy Rivette. with McLean, his, his sister. Sure, right. yeah. Uh, Jacques Rivette, I definitely I thought of as well, for sure. Into. And, you know, there's, like, obvious, like, Penelope Cruz, Isabel Huppert, Holly Hunter would have been great. Joey Tribbiani. Yeah, Holly Hunter I thought um, about instead of Jim Cusack. Jennifer Colombo. Lane is someone who, like, the optics would have been tough, but I think would be a good pick. I thought the same about Benjamin Mee. He's the guy who wrote who We Bought a, a zoo? zoo, and it also yeah. happened to him. He didn't write it. <laughs> it was his life. Uper? <laughs> yeah, Uper was somebody who I was just mm-hmm. like, that's a good pick, but it's also, like, almost too obvious yeah. for like, our film festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like not fan- can in 09. It's, like, not fantasy at all. Like, that's just, like, yeah, sure, she's in a film festival jury. Yeah. Um, Zoe Kravitz I thought about. Um, sure. Uh, of course, uh, Mrs. Lovett from Sweeney Todd. Too evil, unfortunately, but I did think about it. Um, there were a couple other Andy Bate ones that I... Sweeney sure. Todd is maybe cool. I don't think Mrs. Lovett is cool. Well, no, she's not, she's not cool, I don't think. But also evil. Um, Patty Smith. Uh huh. Yeah. The the when I was saying there were three musicians, I was thinking about one of them was Patty Smith, and then the other one was um. We got the Beastie Boys' submission, and who was why I made sure to ask how we wanted to deal with uh, groups. Uh, and I think any of them probably would have been solid picks. Obviously, uh, Adrock and Golden Exits, but uh, my pick was there was going to be uh, MCA, uh, co founder of Oscilloscope. Yep. Um, uh, and then on the other Rose. end of the spectrum, uh, another musician who I guess I thought about briefly, like has done some film scores, but I think maybe the least cool person submitted, James Murphy. <laughs> sure. Um, I had Doc Sportello. I had him down there. I mean, I definitely was going to take a fictional character with the last pick, and it was not necessarily the last, but I had, like, a slot for that, and, like, uh, was think uh, the the two I tried to come up with a case for were uh, the Oriole Bird mascot, who I couldn't really crack what that case looks like, and then... Uh, I put a it little just bit be of someone in the costume, like they would just be. Like, well, there's cer- uh, certainly that. That's a a bit that had to be cracked. And then I also thought about Beckett. Uh, I, I feel yeah. like uh, 
it, certainly Beck like a sequel to he Beckett, falls under the where, same thing yeah sh- sure and like a, it is like i feel like a sequel to beckett where beckett is on the venice jury would be great like Whoa. a real swerve <laughs> but like some I'd sort like of to see that i mean yeah that's like a real he needs to hide in the first place <laughs> He, he finds the, an identical person to him. Yeah, like I was going to say, John David Washington, the meta movie of him well. being yeah, on the jury <laughs> at Venice on the Beckett year. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's, just, he's just not cool as a thing. He's like a sure. guy under a lot of pressure. He's very I agitated. Mean, he, <laughs> Yeah. It is. And like, I mean, uncool- the uncoolness is what Cullen loves. He is so much sort of like <laughs> so uncool that he becomes yes. cool. I feel like. Oh yeah, he, he like the fact say... that, he, that like so that he like is so that like all that stuff happens to him, and he never like he certainly never responds to it coolly, but he also never responds to it uncoolly. He does, you know he he has a good. Uh survival instinct um <laughs> i get the whole movie about, I, guess, I guess he does stay relatively calm under pressure yes. in certain situations and that he's able to get it out how get did this turn it. into another discussion of the film back in well and we're not done yet because so the uncool thing he does is but it's uncool in a way that you like is what he says i'm having a love attack um <laughs> which is great um Oh, I guess the other fictional character who I was like, what is the case for this person is Shoshana Shapiro. Sure, yeah, that's a that's a strong pick as yeah, well. Yeah, that would have been... She could be fun. Um, um, Zia yeah, Anchor yeah. was a cool person someone put in. Yeah. Zinedine Sedan is cool. Oh, yeah, I, wanted to, I did want to address this. Shout out to the person who put my name in there, but unfortunately <laughs> I did not qualify by my own standards <laughs> to be cool, so... All right, Catherine called Birdie's uncle George. Yeah, I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. Bullies from Angels in America. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A lot of, lot of good. A lot of good uh, names. Thanks, yeah. folks. We 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 do have fun doing this, and we yeah. it really is is heartening to see how all the responses that we get. Yeah, we'll like. I feel like we'll like <sighs> twist things more next time. We like wanted to get Cullen in on a more normal one of these, but we'll. Something something cool will happen. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll cook see. up a goofy one. Yeah, a real... And we'll wait. <laughs> we'll do one in a long time. <laughs> what? <laughs> do are, Is this the end of the episode, or are we going to record that later as well? <laughs> I think we can end the episode. <laughs> are we going to okay. do special presentations, or no? I guess Well, yeah, so. I think we, we must. Okay. Yeah. Who's got one? Um... I got one. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. The Patty Smith version of uh, "Because the Night." Yeah, Ugh, great. I've listened to it like two hundred times in the past month and a half. <laughs> yeah, there is like I like Bruce Springsteen, but there are like a few of those songs where I'm like, I like his version fine, but someone else did it and it's like so good. Yeah. Maybe, like, less popular to say that about the band version of Atlantic City. Sure. <laughs> Given that that's later period band. Um, yeah. Are they just a perfect yeah. song? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can go. Sure. Uh, the, um, it's been going around the internet a lot as we're recording, so it's probably old news by now. 
But the uh, the Harrison Ford episode of Conan O'Brien's podcast, which is not a podcast I usually listen to, uh, but it's really good and really fun, and like he's just a great presence on it, and they have a great dynamic together. Uh, he's really mean the whole time in a very funny and knowing way, uh, and it's really worth listening to the whole thing. I think if you you know there's like stuff at the beginning and that you can skip over, uh, but the actual meat of the interview, the like 35 or 40 minutes or whatever, where they're just sitting down and, and having a good time with each other, I think is really really nice and special. Talk about a cool guy, also. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Conan episode with Bill Hader. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I've seen clips of, and there's some clips of it that are hilarious. Um, how cool do you think it was for Matt Gorley? He probably loved meeting Harrison he, Ford. They talk about it on the he like <laughs> okay, the sure, Harrison Ford freak and like, yeah, really, like freaking out about it. Yeah, it must have been so major for him. Yeah, it's a big deal. I think. Do you want to go, Emilio? Yeah, uh, my pick will be somebody who, if would have been submitted, I would have drafted in this draft because I think they're one of the coolest new people going that pick is cincinnati reds shortstop mm-hmm. ellie de la cruz yes sure. uh cool. an incredibly cool baseball player and everything he does is cool and i l- enjoy watching him enough that i care about the cincinnati reds yeah absolutely the cincinnati reds were in dc this past week and i was like we gotta go see ellie de la cruz uh and he uh at that time uh hit half of the hits that he had against left-handed pitchers off of Patrick Corbin. Uh, yeah, he's he's great. He's extremely cool. Uh, he, uh, I, assu- I assume you know Amelia, but for everyone else, he, uh, any anytime he signs a signature, he signs it as the fastest man alive. Yep. He's, uh... He's the Flash? No. Cooler than the Flash, I would... What's crazy? <laughs> Maybe we don't need to say this, but it's kind of crazy that Andy and Jesse haven't made eye contact the whole time. <laughs> I guess I've been looking at my phone. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, I've been watching Jesse play a phone game. Oh, that's true. Like, <laughs> I knew, this is, I guess, this I was is not the, gonna call this it is out. This is the mask off thing now. of like I, I just do this so that I can pay attention. Yes, I need to have something going on with my hands. <laughs> that's very funny. I was not gonna call it out. I no, we can cut this. I didn't mean to bring it <laughs> up. No, 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 it's fine. I, I will, like, tell people this is a thing that I do. I guess it's just never come up. <laughs> it's a thing I do off. during the podcast. I always thought you were looking up things. <laughs> Sometimes great... I am. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great cover-up, though. <laughs> uh, all right. I, as we've established, we have no idea what sequence this episode is coming out in, but I do think this is where I said that I would conclude the Harrisburg trilogy. Whoa. Perhaps appropriately, because this is the, the follow-up to that trip. Um, and my my final special, special presentation of the Harrisburg trilogy is uh, not having an appendix. Sure. Yep. I, I guess I haven't, like, made it to the, like, full having a healed abdomen without sure. an appendix, but, like, of the discomfort I'm feeling, not having an appendix, I'm pretty confident, is not a part of it. Uh, I Yeah, I think it's great. I, I think we should start thinking about just, like, doing... Just, like, take the appendix out, like, day one. We don't sure. need it. We don't want it. Yeah, and unnecessary like, surgery all around. Yeah. Well, just... It's... 
you know, most people need it, and just, like, a baby doesn't care if it has surgery. Sure. Yeah, They're, so you know, we should just take the appendices I don't know what the, what the complication babies. percentage is for ba baby surgery, appendix surgery, but, uh, you know, something to look at, I guess. Um, so, so to recap the trilogy, mm -hmm. a pretzel... A pretzel, a no, a, it, no, 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 everything it's the, the general idea of having everything oh, okay. bagel seasoning on a pretzel. On a pretzel, okay. Uh, throwing up in an emergency room, mm -hmm. and then not having an appendix. Mm -hmm. That's the Harrisburg trilogy. Yep. Great. That's it. Stay tuned to when they become a series of one-act plays in the future. Yeah. All right, Colin. Sure, yes. Um, <laughs> with, uh, Colin was uh, not the one playing Yeah, the I was looking at the game on my phone called Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, we're at Can I Kick It? And we're at CIKI Pod on Letterboxd and Instagram. Uh, can I Tick It on TikTok? Can I Kick It on YouTube? Can I Kick and, It on Blue Sky? Sure. Um, uh, and if you want to email us any questions, you can do so at canikickitpod at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to donate any money to us, you can do that at ko-fi.com slash canicannesi. And our theme song is by Tree Related, who's Spotify and SoundCloud on – who is Tree Related on Spotify and SoundCloud. And on Twitter, you can follow me at Clatchley. You can follow Andy at Andy T. Germ. You can follow Emilio at I'm Laugh Alone. And you can follow Jesse at JCP Glick Weber. And with that, I will release our audience. Bye. Bye. Bye.